Lizzie Heiselt. And I'm Valerie Best. And this is a special bonus episode of Cocoon. Last week we heard Jody and Adrian's story about their stillborn daughter, Anna. If you haven't listened yet, turn this off right now and go listen. It's beautiful, heart-wrenching, and a truly inspiring story. You won't regret it. While speaking with Jody, she talked a bit about a journal that she kept during the experience. She was kind enough to read some of it for us. We hope you enjoy it as much as we do. We had our first ultrasound today. We're having a girl. I'm so excited. Boys are great, but I'm so excited to have a daughter to dress up and do her hair. So fun. The ultrasound technician said that she was measuring smaller than she should be, but our doctor told us not to be worried yet. They scheduled another ultrasound for next month to check her progress. Hooray for little girls. July 11th, 2007. We had our second ultrasound today. Turns out our baby is growing, just really slowly. She's still small, but I don't know if that's a problem or not. July 16, 2007. I got a call from my doctor three days ago. She told me that she was a little concerned about the ultrasound results and referred us up to a specialist at the Center for Prenatal Diagnosis. The name really scares me. Today was our first appointment, and unfortunately not our last. We know nothing at this point, and that's the hardest part. Sometimes I just start crying for no real reason other than sadness. I was playing with Clark the other day and started crying because I realized that I may never get to know our daughter like this. Will I get to know her personality? Will I get to see her first birthday? Will I get to dress her and show her off? Or will I never even see her breathe? July 20th, 2007. A lot has happened in the past few days, not with our baby, with us. We decided that we don't want to be sad right now. We have no idea what our future results will tell, but for now we don't want to worry or cry or stress about what we don't know. We want to be happy. We are happy. I think it's kind of hard for other people to understand. We aren't in denial. We just don't want to waste a lot of energy for nothing. So we just wait. And we pray always for our baby. We're praying for miracles and for healing. I know God can do both. Whether he will is up to him. But I have faith in his ability and his everlasting love for us. I know that he will not let us walk blindly through this trial, but that he's ever near us to help lead us through. What happens to our little girl is up to him. But what happens to me is up to me. I want to learn and grow and become strengthened. I want my testimony of faith and comfort to grow, and I know it will. August 10th, 2007. We've had a lot of blessings and miracles throughout this pregnancy, and now we get to deal with the pain and heartache. We found out today our little baby has a rare genetic disorder called triploidy, which basically isn't compatible with life. I feel so sad, not mad, not upset at anyone or anything, just sad that I know I don't know how much longer we'll get to have her and love her. August 13, 2007. 
We've decided to name her Anna Lynn so we can refer to her by her name and make her feel even more real to us. Anna is the most beautiful name to me, which seems so fitting for such a beautiful baby. It's hard to put my feelings onto paper. I love my little Anna so much. I love how active she's been lately, as if she knows something's up and is trying to comfort me by showing me she's still here. But I'm so sad because I know that I won't be taking her home with me. Part of me just wants to get it over with and not have to worry anymore. But then reality hits and I realize that I want as much time with Anna that I can possibly get, and so I pray that I can keep her as long as possible. September 19, 2007. Happy 235 days, Anna. I've been able to hold you every second of every day for 235 days. Lucky me. I love you, Anna, and I'm already missing what it would be like to raise you and see you grow up. Dad told me today that he sometimes gets really sad, especially when he sees other little girls and knows that he won't get to see you like that. I get sad, too. Today I'm sad. I wish you were going to stay with us. But I guess there are other things you need to do. But please don't leave me yet. I'm not ready to say goodbye. October 4th. 2007. I haven't been feeling Anna in a while, but I don't know if that's the reason I suddenly feel like something isn't quite right. I have no idea if she's still with us or not, but if I had to guess, I would say that she's gone. I hope not, but that's what my gut feeling says. I'm honestly dreading our next appointment. October 8, 2007. Dear Anna, I've been thinking about you all day long. I'm not sure if you're still with us or not, but I wanted to let you know how much I love you. You've been strong and such a fighter, but I know that there will be a time when it's just too hard for you to fight anymore. I want you to know that I love you so much, and I want you to be here, but I will be okay if you have to leave us. I will be so sad and I will cry a lot, but it's just because I love you so much. When you have to go, I promise not to be upset. Sometimes when people lose a child, they become bitter or upset with God and think, why me? Or think that life is so unfair, but I've never felt any of those things. I've gained a testimony of the love of our Father in Heaven that He has for us, and I know that He's not punishing me. I'm not better than anyone else, and to think that my life should be free from trials is so selfish. And I feel that the only unfair part of this whole situation is that you get to come to Earth, gain a body, be free from pain and sorrow and get to return to our Heavenly Father so much sooner than the rest of us. I actually think you're a pretty lucky girl. My sweet Anna, how I will miss watching you grow. I'm sad to have to put away all the baby clothes I have bought in anticipation of your arrival and the double stroller and the car seat and everything else. But I will never forget you. Although the pain will lessen in time, your memory will always be with me. You're my sweet daughter and I can't wait to meet you someday soon. Love, Mom. October 11th, 2007. Happy birthday, Anna. I love you so much, and I miss you tremendously. Right now it's 4 a.m. on Friday, and I can no longer sleep. We're at the hospital, and I feel like your bed is too far away from mine. 
I've pulled up a rocking chair next to your bed so I can just look at your tiny body and talk to you and cry for you. I don't want to have to say goodbye to you. I know that if I fall asleep, that morning will come too soon and I'm not ready to say goodbye. I love your sweet body just the way it is. I love looking at your tiny nose and your skinny little bird legs just like Clark's. You have a lot of dark curly hair and the sweetest hands and feet, so tiny. Your delivery was quick, a lot faster than anyone and anyone had anticipated. Dad and I came to the hospital at 8 o'clock and was given medicine to get my body ready to be induced. They told me they would check on me in 12 hours to see if I was ready for the induction. This was so hard. We just sat around and watched movies and TV for hours and hours. I was hoping you could come today, but it looked like we were going to have to expect things to take a little longer. At 4.30, the grandmas brought Clark to come visit us. Clark had a hard time seeing me hooked up to an IV in a hospital bed. But as soon as he warmed up, he just wanted to cuddle with me. He made me cry a lot because I kept thinking about how much I love him and how much I love you. A little after 5, my contractions started. They were pretty mild, but were fairly regular. I believed it was pre-labor and knew it was not doing much. They got a lot worse, as contractions do, and at 8 o'clock, the nurse gave me some morphine to help relax my body. It worked for a half hour, but then I felt like it was no longer helping, and I was in a lot of pain. At 8.45 or so, I, fun- I suddenly felt you coming. I was so surprised. I made Dad run in to go get some nurses. I think he was pretty shocked as well. Our doctor had left for the night. He didn't expect me to progress very fast, so the resident physician helped me deliver you. It was a very easy delivery without a single complication or tear, and you arrived at 8.59 exactly. And then I cried. A lot. Not from the pain of delivery, but from the pain of having lost you and knowing that I would have to say goodbye. You have a very special, fragile body. The nurses let me hold you for a couple of hours, but we couldn't touch you very much because your skin is very thin. I can't stop looking at you, and my arms ache when I'm not holding you. The only time I can sleep is when I'm holding you in my bed with me. Dad is sad, too. He cried a little as we said a prayer, thanking Heavenly Father for your spirit and your precious body. He loves you very much.